Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is a podcast called 25 Whistles, talking football, and they all wear a whistle. Yeah, it's stupid, but what did you expect? It's a podcast. That was a good one. That was a good one. 25 Whistles presented by DraftKings Fantasy Sports. Check out what DraftKings has to offer this season with the code Bobby Sports because life's more fun when you're in on the action. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void were prohibited. See DraftKings.com for details. Read the last five times I've seen you had the same shirt on. <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm a Pacers fan for life. But it's the same exact shirt. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> he spent eighty dollars on it. Well, he was at the, he, he was at the house yesterday. <laughs> no, you were. As soon as we landed from Vegas, he showed up. He's in that shirt. No, you were. <laughs> no, it was a different Pacers one. Are you sure? I feel like yeah. every time I've seen him this week, he's had that shirt on. That's the first thing I said to him. I said, "Reed, have you taken that off yet?" It's been <laughs> Did four you days. Wash it at all? Yeah, of That's course. Nice. You have washed. it. Yeah, yeah. We went to. The- <laughs> I don't believe you. I, swear, I don't either. <laughs> I did because I watched his because he wore uh, he wore one of mine in the for the shoot and um, so I watched it with it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Reads in a blue Pacers shirt on again. We've only seen him in that shirt for a week. We were going to the game and before we met with uh, the representation of of the Indiana Pacers organization, uh, I went I went and bought a hat because I just wanted to wear a hat. I didn't have anything Pacer related. And we weren't shooting till the next day, and that's when they usually give us gear to wear and that we keep. And so I bought a hat, and Reed's like, I need to buy a shirt. And so Reed's like shirt shopping, and he buys it, and he's like, I can't believe it cost this much. I'm like, well, you're buying it at the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where they know people are going to buy it, so they're going to mark it up. But how much was that long-sleeve blue Pacer shirt in yellow letters? It was $80, which, I mean, it's great material. Like, it's it's. The best sweater I own at this point now. <laughs> the, the best. So that's why I'm going to wear it because it's it's the best. I gave my hat away to some kid. We were walking out, and I knew we'd get more stuff tomorrow and he, the next day. So I just signed my hat and gave it to him. Um, I don't even think he wanted it. I just was like, "Here, kid." <laughs> I think it was a Celtics fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were fans. Of, they were fans of the show. Yeah. But yeah. They were definitely Celtics fans. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, "Will you guys take you know, take a picture with us?" And we did. And I was like, "Hey, man, I know you're not a big Pacers fan. <laughs> you came for the Celtics, but I signed it and gave him the hat. I think he probably liked it." Probably won't wear it, but it's very nice of you. You know, what are you gonna do? Because well, I mean, once you spend on the hat, dude, I mean, that wasn't cheap 40 bucks. Oh my Ugh. goodness! But I bought it at the game. You know, there's tax the tax of you're buying something from the game, <laughs> right? Right, right. You know, it's the same tax the Dallas Cowboys paid while they were losing all those games. You know? Thank goodness we paid that tax because that's, that's over with now. It's all we went to, so we spent basically two days in Indianapolis. We went to the game, watched them beat the Celtics. Oh, that was awesome. It's so funny, too, because Kevin's a Celtics fan. Mm. And by the end of it, he couldn't even hide it anymore. He's kind of cheering for the Celtics a little bit. But nobody was around us. Well, those Celtics really travel well. I mean, there were a lot of Celtics fans huge there. Huge brand, yeah. So I think once we got there, Kevin kind of felt like, okay, I'm not, I'm not alone here. There's a lot well, of- it's the people who gave us the tickets. That's who you worry about, that you're not yeah. insulting them. Yeah, but after a while, they kind of just said, like, all right, enjoy the game. Yes. And they weren't around anymore. Yes. So... Game's over. We win because I was a pacer that night. Yeah, we win. We won. <laughs> we go the next day and we shoot the show, which I think it's going to come out not this week coming up, but the next one. So 
like a week and a few days, us and the Pacers. And so we go and shoot the show, and then Eddie, Reed, and Mike are driving back to Nashville. Kevin and I have to go to Vegas because I have to speak at CES a couple times, which is the, I don't even know what CES stands for, do you? Consumer Electronics Seminar. Nice, dude. Great job. Yeah, no problem. I just knew it was like fancy tech stuff. Yeah. And so our flight kept getting delayed. It was pouring down rain. It was like a four and a half hour Southwest flight. It's tough. We got very lucky that nobody sat in the middle seat. Super lucky. Yeah, that is lucky. It was the only redeeming part of that whole. So we land, and it's not like we land and, all right, buddy, see you tomorrow. We land, and I immediately have to go change clothes, take a shower, and go right to an event. And I met with, like, the CEO of, I think, CMO of Pfizer, I think. And what's, M, what's the M part? Chief. Money. Marketing. Marketing, ah, probably. That, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And you, I think that's who it was. But I talked to him for a long time, and they were like, okay, now. We were starving. We had no dinner. Yeah. And they had food everywhere. And so Kevin was like, I'm going to go get us food, because I was talking to this guy. I couldn't get out of it. He was a nice guy, but I was starving. And they, they picked up the food right before because the Ugh. music was about to happen. No. Dude, it was messed up, man. And it, the food looked good, uh-huh. too. And so, but then the good news was Weezer came out. Yeah. And it was awesome. It's a great show. And there were, I mean, there was nobody there. How big of a place was this? There were probably a few hundred people there, but it wasn't that there was nobody there because nobody wanted to be there. It was just a very private event that iHeart and basically UTA, who has a company, Media Link, had hosted it for a lot of clients and potential clients. They played every hit just about. I mean, it was wild. That's awesome. And I, I could reach out. I could just touch Rivers, the lead singer. Was he looking at you? Like, you're so close to him. Like, are they just looking at you while they're playing? Yeah, but I mean, he wasn't staring me down. Although, a part of me hoped he'd be like, you want to come up and sing one? <laughs> hey, you look like me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, wait, Bobby, is that your older brother? What's going on here? I know. And I even went to the meet and greet kind of thing. I took a picture with them after. And yes, who else did we meet? We you met, met back there, Megan Rapino oh, and Sue Bird. That's awesome. Yeah, and they were very nice because my neck was hurting from headbanging. I think. Oh, from just rocking out. From, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, dude. Dude, there was a guy that filmed literally the entire show. Yeah, the whole show. I'm <laughs> not kidding. Maybe the right, bootlegger. He stood right in the front and recorded yeah, the whole thing. Just did this the whole time. <laughs> <Was> it Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Ha- I just took a few pictures, took a little bit, but I really just wanted to enjoy it. It's one of those rare things where I was like, I'm just gonna enjoy this. And so, but that was awesome. But I do think that I'm the worst person to go to Vegas with because here's Kevin, you know, we have to work and, you know, we have to do our show and have a couple, but there's time, you know, there's four hours here, four hours there. And Kevin wanted to do stuff like, game. I just went to bed every night or went up and worked. Like I literally didn't do a sing. I didn't bet a single dollar on anything. And I know Kevin won big one night, but I was telling Caitlin, she was like, how'd it go? I was like, it was good, but I'm just the worst. Anybody else would have been way more fun for Kevin to go with <laughs> because I did nothing. I worked and spoke and worked on the comedy special a little bit, edited it, and I just sat in my room and I had no no interest in going to the craps table or anything. And it's got to be weird. It's kind of a, it's a weekday, so it's it's not like you're going to Vegas for fun with the boys. Like you're you're working, dude. You're in the middle of the week. But in Vegas, it doesn't seem like that. Yeah, it didn't seem like at and, all. And there's a lot of people for CES that was there. Right, and they like to party. But yeah. So the first night, Kevin's like, "I'm gonna go and yeah, roulette," <laughs> and I was like, "All right." So I go, I I'm up, I'm out, and I see him the next morning as we start to go to our meetings. He's like, uh, yeah, I lost about 200 bucks, right? Yeah, yeah. Like the money he had, he lost pretty quickly. And I was like, all right, well, maybe we'll do something later. Go, second day's packed for me. I got a couple times to talk. I got a client thing I got to do. I have no interest in gambling. I don't need to gamble. I like to gamble sometimes. I like to bet on games. And so Kevin goes, and then I see him the next morning. He's just got tons of money. He went full read on us. Yeah. Read. And how did you win that money? The easiest game in the world. That's right. <laughs> These guys are crazy. Come on. <laughs> easiest game in the did world. Did he tell you about it, Eddie? Yes. How much did you go down there with? I went there with 200 bucks again. And then how did it work out? What? Uh, he was the shooter, too. He rolled for 45 minutes. That's unbelievable. So it went around one time, and I crapped out after two rolls. And I was like, dang, here we go again. And then it made, it way, made its way around the table again. And these people left at the other side. So by the end, it was me and three people left. And I was like, all right, I'm going to try it again. I roll. All right, we're going to keep going. 
10 minutes in, I'm like, okay, this is going pretty good right here. 20 minutes in, more people start rolling in. A couple more people join the table. And then I got guys, I mean, I was a god on this table. Yeah, when somebody's hot, I, I was a god. Yes. I was the hottest man in Vegas. Yes. I felt like Jerry Maguire, <laughs> show go. me the money. And I was just rolling. I had my routine down. I was telling Eddie, I had my routine down every time. I would do the same thing every single roll. And I'd just tilt one dice over in the front one time. I'd look down, breathe three times, and then just let her fly. Next thing I know, <laughs> everyone's making money. Everyone's happy. People are like, dude, how are you doing this? I don't even know, man. This is my second time ever playing. <laughs> how much did you walk away from the table with? 975 bucks. So you made 775 yep. on that run? Yep. You'll, and minus the two, so you made five, over 500 bucks on two nights. Mm -hmm. Did you spend any money at all? Yeah, yeah, like food. I went. Oh, after I won that, I cashed out <laughs> and I boy. said, "You know what? I'm oh gonna God, go get three whores. I'm gonna get <laughs> oh <laughs> to strip club." You no, did? No, I'm just. Oh, kidding. I, I just thought you were serious. I thought if I wasn't by myself, I might have though. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I went and got some. I got some good bourbon, something to eat. Really? Yeah, I went and some. Got some Macallans, See, a glass of Macallans. Wouldn't that have been so much more fun for him if he had anybody with him? <laughs> Anyone? Anyone yes. but me. Mm -hmm. And, and I, where was Bones? I was in, in the, the room. Yeah, but I made friends. You did? I, yeah, at the table. Because we winning, he winning was a money. <laughs> I was a god. You know, somebody won the alls. He won somebody the alls because he yeah. hit every single number. You did? Oh, I hit every, I mean, I, I'm telling you. I play you, that alls all the time. I don't even know what that means, but yeah, I was hitting it all. <laughs> it's funny, too, because before I went and played, I texted Reed. I was like, hey, should I go try it out? I don't even remember how to play. And he's like, just put it on the pass. And then he said... Put uh put one put twenty five down for me on eight, <laughs> and I did it on I think the second roll, and it hit the very first roll. His eight hit the very first roll. So did you give him his money? So I gave him his money. Yeah, I just remember getting a Venmo at like nine o'clock last night, and I was like, "What is? Did this? you Venmo him first? No, no. I was I was oh I, I was he like, got the money then because it's like you didn't Venmo me. You no, I no to it. I meant like put it for like do. Put twenty five on eight for me, like. Oh, well, they're giving the money back. Yeah, what the? Well, heck? Now, <laughs> I already cashed it out. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> and look at Reed being extra honest. I know. You well, shouldn't even have told me that. Yeah, oh, no, Reed is so honest. But he was my inspiration, so I got to give him credit, and I was happy to Venmo him that money. Hold on, he's being honest, Bones, but he's not giving the money back. Yeah, I know, I said, but I send it back. <laughs> no, I think we're good. Everybody's full. <laughs> he won a bunch. He gave Reed the money, thinking that's what Reed said. I would <laughs> that's not, not what Reed meant. But I would not. Have, I would not have bet had the money not come to me to begin with. Right. But I, as the judge and the jury, I think we're all good. Okay. I think that's honest of Kevin, honestly, because I mean, I would have forgot, and I would have just all those chips. I, it would have just gone straight to my head. I wouldn't even thought about it. I would have just scooped that, scooped that bad boy in, and yeah. He, but he could, he could have lied. I know. But you didn't give him any money to lie about. I know. Yeah. So. I, <laughs> You I was in such a good mood, man. I didn't yeah. care. So are you yeah. cool then with him just having that money? Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, he was, like I said, he was my spirit animal that night. My GLC was with me. Come on. Okay. I, I saw Mark Cuban. At CES? No, walking around the casino. Really? By himself. See? That's I, what Kevin was doing? I didn't get him. <laughs> I'm like Mark I Cuban. I didn't get him. I, or say, I mean, he walked right by me. I didn't even realize it was him until he kept walking. And then I walked up, and some other people I knew were like, "Hey, that's Mark Cuban." I was like, "Oh my god!" And I watched him walk. Nobody bothered him. He walked really? Through the yeah, that's awesome. Um, had breakfast really close to Blake Griffin. Really? Mm -hmm. Man, all the stars were in Vegas. I think he's at. It's like an investor in some tech company. Okay. Blake Griffith. Blake Griffith. No, Griffin. Griffin. That's what I said to begin with, but then I questioned it. Blake Griffin. Oh, it's yeah. Griffin. Blake Griffin. Yeah, it's yeah. Griffin. That's what I said, but I thought Eddie looked at me funny. No, like, I didn't look yeah, at you. No, at no. All. you guys are like Griffin. <laughs> I, honestly, if I made a face, I was picturing all these stars in Vegas, and then you guys are just watching them. Uh, Blake Griffin, not he, he's big, but he he wasn't what he wasn't massive. Really? Mm -mm. About really? like Miles Turner? No, and maybe oh. that's why we, I, just we just saw him. Miles Turner, but yeah, we having breakfast. Nobody bothered him either. That's cool. Everybody just just chilling. So did that. I'm I'm. Freaking exhausted. That flight yesterday was brutal on the way back because it's like, oh, we got to be almost home. And you look at it's still hour and 45 minutes left. It's tough. It's like when you run. Like when I'm a train running, I'd be like, God, on the treadmill, I've been doing this for like 13 minutes. You look down, you're three minutes in. Mm -hmm. I do that when we work out. Oh, my God. You have to like block it out mentally not even try to think about it. It's the worst. Hey, so what did you and Rapino and Sue Burr talk about? My neck, cool? my neck was hurting from rocking out. She goes, you slip a disc in your neck. I was like, I don't think so. I said, I, my hair is usually not this long, so I think I was kind of rocking out with my hair. And she was like, 
yeah, I don't have long hair, so I wouldn't know. And then Rapina said that. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. Sue Bird was like something, whatever. And then we just talked and then walked out. I, mean, I don't know. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, we talked about the Pacers, and she was like, oh, my friend oh, yeah, coaches for right. them. Sue Bird said a friend coaches. We don't know who her friend was. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> I know who she <laughs> we is. Know. I know who she is. We know. Her friend. Sue Bird's friend? You didn't see her? Yeah. No. One of the coaches, yeah. Oh, well, no idea. She's really pretty. Okay. <laughs> That's just why I know who you're talking about because me and Kevin were like, wow, look at that. Look at that assistant coach. She's pretty. You guys are weird, man. <laughs> what do you mean, dude? We're at a game watching yeah. stuff, you know, like looking at people. Okay, I hear you. That's weird. We know Sue Bird's friend. Hey, by the way, Kevin, how do you feel about your new coach? I don't know. Who is that? I'm indifferent. Uh, Saban took the job with the Patriots. What? Nick Saban yeah. t- went up and took No, the- that's not true. No. That's Gerard- not true. I'm like, I would have seen <laughs> Gerard that. Gerard Mayo. <laughs> yeah, who is that? He Sit- played linebacker for the Patriots for eight years. And was forever. Yeah, okay. for five years. And yeah. I mean, I love him as a player, and but it's just one of those, I don't know, because he's never done anything, so I don't know. He's got the respect. Now, the biggest thing for me is a GM. Who do we hire as a GM? That's what I'm looking forward to. And offensive coordinator. And he was kind of the coach in waiting. You know, yeah. Everybody wondered if it was going to be him or Vrabel. Mm-hmm. And I think the good thing about with Mayo is that he's not really going to have to live up to Belichick's standards because he is Belichick's standard. Meaning, if a whole new guy comes in with a whole new system, a whole new everything, it's like, well, we used to do it like this and it was successful. Mm -hmm. Like, he came up in that system. Still, I'm sure a lot of that's going to translate into how he runs the team. But is that going to make him not try new things? No. No. Not at all, but he's not going to be questioned. And he won't be compared to Belichick much because he was part of Belichick winning. And I do think... Kraft and Belichick talked about this, and Belichick gave the blessings of, yes, this. And I think two years ago, they extended his contract because he was going to leave, but it was kind of like a promise, yeah. we'll make you the coach like here. coaching waiting. The only thing that makes me concerned, really, is it's almost like just a younger Belichick, which could be good or it could be bad. It's almost like a lateral move where are we going to be the same type of team? So just time will tell, I guess. But a younger Belichick's cool because it's just he's getting so old and oh, yeah. isn't, it's just like so rigid. Yeah, you know, and what, was his son like a, a prospect at all? To, mm, no? I don't think he's there yet. He, he, all of his kids are part of that coaching staff. It was weird. Yeah. He's, oh, I didn't know. I, I only know the one with the mullet. Yeah. The yeah. defensive defensive guy. backs yeah. coach. I because Mayo was there when they were winning, playing, mm. and with Belichick coaching. Again, I think it, they're going to avoid a lot of what would be critical of the new coach and how they do it because. Mayo was there for the win. Mayo was winning with Belichick and then winning alongside Belichick. So he basically is a disciple of Belichick who can do it a little different, obviously. But I think that's a pretty healthy place for that coach and that job. You got to follow the greatest NFL coach of all time. Yeah. That sucks. But yeah. if you played for and coached with, it's a little different. Yeah. And the fans already love him. That's pretty cool. Congratulations. Yeah. Kind of probably wish they'd be a little splashier, though, huh? Yeah. Just for the sake, like fun. It, yeah, you know, as a fan, and you just yeah. want to be like, oh, I want, yeah, the big name, the Harbaugh or something like that, just for fun. So that's why I'm kind of like, yeah, okay, cool. But it's like during the draft when they pick up her, like, like a player. A lineman. You're like, I don't know who that yeah. is. But they end up being like one of your yeah. best linemen. Yeah. He's going to be one of the best coaches. What's cool to see, though, is seeing some of these players kind of like come out now and talk about how like, oh, you know, like we played for Brady. Yeah, Belichick was the boss, you know, but we played for Brady. Belichick no, really didn't have relationships with the players. Like, not that they hated him. He was just such, he was so high up that it wasn't, there wasn't really a lot of one-on-one. It was the offensive coordinator or Brady. Like, those guys are in the same rooms together all the time. the trenches. Yeah, I mean, Brady was pretty much the coach of the offense outside the coordinator. Uh, Mikey, let's go to the tittle-tattle. It's time for the stupidest name ever. It's the tittle-tattle with kickoff. All right, let's go. A lot of splitting up going on this week. Which one surprised you the most? Tiger Woods with Nike, Pete Carroll and the Seahawks, Nick Saban in Alabama, or Belichick and the Patriots? A good one. When I heard Belichick and the Patriots, I went, oh, okay. Because we had already thought probably he wasn't going to be here next year. We didn't know how, if it was going to be a mutually agreed upon, if it was going to be a firing, who knows. He'd been with the Patriots 24 years. There had been a lot of talk of that. So I'm not going to put that up there. The Tiger and Nike split, that's interesting, but I, didn't, I don't care. I thought they were already split. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. Like, that was huge for us and making those polo shirts just generally acceptable and even business wear. Oh, yeah. That Tiger and Nike bond, you know, what, what they were able to create fashion-wise. Um, and, of course, him being the biggest thing in golf. So I don't even know they were still together. I don't even really care. I don't think anything's going to affect me there. 
Now, these other two are pretty cool. And far, as far as I was shocked. So whenever they fired in, in Seattle. Pete Carroll. I, I was just like, wait, how would they? Huh? Yeah. I said, they fired him? Why? Like what? I, you know, they didn't make the playoffs this year. But, like, he's so beloved. He's been such a great coach. He was won Super Bowls. Won, I mean, he won a college championship, yeah, too. USC. I was shocked that they fired him. Saban, I was shocked, shocked. I'm going to go, that's got to be the one that, to me, surprised me the most. Saban? Yeah, when I talk it out. It goes Saban, Pete, Tiger, Belichick, in order of how surprised I was. Nick Saban retiring out of nowhere. He didn't even do a Coach K on us and go, everywhere I go, I want to go to every yeah. city and be, does everyone love me and give me cars and tell me I'm amazing? I Bring his wife that. with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, all right, I'm done. Crazy. That's it. Such a Saban thing. Like, just not a lot of words. This is just what's going to happen. I remember once I got a call, and one of our really good friends is the tennis player, Andy Roddick, and he called me and he goes, hey, man, I'm retiring. I'm like, What? You're in New York to play the U.S. Open. How long have you known this? He goes, I woke up this morning, and I was like, I'm done. Really? I said, so then are you sure? He goes, yeah. Never been more sure. He said, you should you, you come up. This is my last tournament. And so I was like, all right. So I got on a Southwest flight, flew up to New York. And I remember he's playing the U.S. Open, so it's not like I get to see him all the time. But he's one of my best friends, so I wanted to be up there and support him. And he was also like, get up here and support me. It's my last tournament, right? Like, close like that. So that state, that Arthur Ashe stadium or center or whatever it is called it is off of manhattan and it's a bit of a drive like 40 minutes like so, jersey no like long island i think no oh man i'm just saying stuff <laughs> brooklyn. Yeah. downtown new york the brooklyn <laughs> and it rained every we drive out there and it rained every day and they have to cancel everything because you can't play in a wet court and there's no dome it's in queens ah i was yeah, about flushing, to say queens <laughs> flushing meadows right yep queens so it rained every day and so I was going to go out there for two or three days. Ended up being out there for like a week and a half, just in a hotel room, mostly by myself. I've, a lot like Vegas. Um, yeah. But I would, go, I would go back and forth to Flushing every day, and his matches would get called because of the rain. You can't play. It's like racing cars. Mm. And so then he finally played, and he, won, he went pretty far considering it was his last tournament. And we were there. You know, he played his last match, and it was all great. And, but I, he, he just decided he was going to retire like that. Woke up, and I talked to him about it since a few times. Woke up, I was like, oh, body hurts. I think I'm done. Okay, you're done. Wow. I guess when you know, you know. I guess some people, when they know, they know. Like, I would quit almost every other week because I wake up being like, I'm done. And what I would do is I would do a Coach K, but then not quit and come back. <laughs> I would do the opposite. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. out of here. It's my final. Get Please, all the gifts. Give me all the praise. And yeah. then I would have a press conference like, guys, I'm going to do another year. Okay, <laughs> Gronkowski. Yes. <laughs> so... I think this the Saban, and also I'm so intrigued. Have they announced? I, I haven't. No. I haven't looked. I know Landing was not in Tuscaloosa when they said he was. Mm. You see that video he posted? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. If what is uh, it? If you're the, scared that your yeah. coach is going to leave, come play for me. On the whiteboard, he's like, right. It was really good. So they yeah. thought Dan Landing would be the guy. Even Vegas had his odds as the number one coach. It's got to be. I haven't seen anything in four or five hours because we've been working doing the show. It's got to be DeBoer. Yeah, I was listening to some stuff, and they said they have it in waiting, so it's not going to be very long. Yeah, they said it would be within 72 hours when they first yeah. announced it. So what I heard, though, is they went to Sark first, and he didn't want to come. Texas is just as good a job as Alabama is. Mm -hmm. So this is just hearsay from people that I mostly trust when they say here in my hearsay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so Sark who they talked to, but he didn't want it because Texas is a great job. Um, then they went to Lanning. He didn't want it. And then it was, well, who's next? I think it's DeBoer, and we'll see if he takes it or not. Do you want that job after Saban, or would you rather someone else take no. that job, Funny lose a few that. times? Funny you asked that question. I'm glad you asked. Thanks for asking. <laughs> You're welcome. That's what I'm here for, man. This morning, there's like this little message board that radio people get on. And mostly it's like there's some... There's, this is on AOL? Like what's this on? No, no. There's like... It's a news site. Uh, and then there's like radio people that post on it. Also like news links and stuff. And so 
I went over there this morning because we had been out of town. I was looking for any sort of news. I've, I've been exhausted all day. And I see a guy write on the page, never follow the guy. Only follow the guy after the guy. I would definitely not want to follow a big morning show or follow a big coach. And I don't write on this board. And I wrote, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Do you know how rare opportunities come that are great? Almost never. And you're going to be scared. And then I wrote, if you're scared, go to church. Ooh. Dang. You make that up? Even if you're not scared, you should probably go to church. But yeah. That's true, too. That's true, too. That's true too. <laughs> but yeah, it's not... The, it's not the greatest thing that could possibly happen where you have to follow the greatest of all time. Yeah. But if you believe in yourself so much and this opportunity is so big, you run at it like the Kool-Aid man running through the freaking wall of the house. I don't care. I, Reed, do you get the reference? Yeah, yeah, that's funny. He okay. chuckled, man. He liked that one. <laughs> I didn't know if he was too young to get the Kool-Aid man reference. <laughs> but that mindset is such a loser mindset. No offense, Eddie. Well, uh, I, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it was a question. I know, but... Setting you up, dude. No, but you knew. But, no. Um, I, I didn't say that's what I would do. It sucks to have to follow the greatest. Yeah. But it sucks also, it sucks even more never to get the shot. And what are you going to do? Turn it down and wait until maybe somebody fails? No. Yeah, no. If but if you a, take that job though, Bones, and you do fail, you'll be known from that a I, lot I, more than anything else you DGAF, because I believe in myself so much, I'm going to be known as the guy who kept the freaking machine rolling. You don't think Saban was compared to Bear Bryant constantly? Or even Gene Stallings, who won national championships there. So, to me, I mean, I had to follow Jerry House. People compare me to him forever. I tore his name off the top of the door when the studio was named after him. Got me in a bunch of trouble. But I'm like, I'm not being in a studio named after somebody else. Because everybody's like, this is the great. He's the greatest, and he was awesome for the time he was here, and he was a legend. But I wasn't scared to come in after him because I'm different, and I'm gonna do my own thing. And I was probably a little over the top when I ripped the thing off the door. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I'm not going into the studio every day named after somebody else that's not even dead and that didn't build the studio with his own hands. Because I was like, I'm my own guy. And I don't care if everybody tells me I'm going to come in and fail after him. Suck my balls. But. Oh, man. Dang. Oh, I was, I was hardcore. I was bull in the china shop. Probably too hardcore. But I would go. I would follow Saban if I were one of these guys because they have to believe in themselves so much already. Let's go. That's all I'm saying. Now, now, if you are a recruit coming out of high school, do you want to play for Alabama now that Saban's gone? So the coach left so the players can leave. Mm-hmm. It just depends on who they get. The number one receiver. Decommitted. Yeah, decommitted. He'll be back. You see Florida State got in trouble? Yes. But kid basically got in the car, and one of the coaches drove over to the NIL guy, and I was like, hey, what can we do? Who knew you couldn't do that? Oh, is that not legal? They got like two years. Uh, yeah, probation. Yeah, yeah some goodness. sort of probation. It's who knew you couldn't do that. Man, they've had a rough month. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say a rough but, month. But he's also you want to talk about it getting real rough. Yeah, he's also one of the guys that they're saying could be the head coach at Alabama. And no I think he has the smallest buyout out of all like the top candidates. Yeah, and I don't know if that'll mm. be a, a huge factor, but yeah, that is a factor. But if you're more of a, I mean, if I were him, I'd go. Yeah, after this past month. You won't. I, that will never. What happened to them will never happen to Alabama. Well, so hey, Mike, will you just look and see if there's any update during this show to see if anybody's taking that job? I haven't seen anything. Okay, cool. All right, next question, Kevin. Okay, which legendary dynasty run was more impressive to you, Saban with Bama or Belichick and the Patriots? Boy, they're the same in a lot of ways. Um, it's funny to watch the old Browns clips because they were showing them because they coached together, mm-hmm. where Belichick was head coach and Saban was assistant coach, and they're screaming together. That's pretty cool. It's really pretty cool. cool. They retired at the same time. They obviously are friends. We've known about that forever. At least they got together every year to talk shop. I don't know how friend friend they are. There's also a documentary I saw maybe on Netflix called uh, Belichick and Saban, really? <laughs> which is yeah. weird that the timing of that. Well, it came out. That came out like five years ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't so know. I guess the timing timing makes no sense. Is it on Netflix right now? So, it's on something. I saw okay, it last yeah. night. Yeah. Amazon. Oh, there you go. Belichick was 266 and 121 during the regular season. 30 and 12 in the playoffs including a 6 and 3 Super Bowl record in 24 seasons. Nick Saban was 206 and 29 with 9 SEC titles and 6 championships. See if I'm right or wrong, but did he didn't he win 6 with Bama and 1 with LSU, so it's 7 total? Correct. And 11 SEC titles total. Got it. So they they're both the goats. 
So it's hard. You could fight for either one of them, honestly. But I'm going to go Saban and what Saban did more than Belichick. Yeah. Because Belichick had consistency in a quarterback that was the greatest of all time, Tom Brady. That kind of helps a little bit. Yeah, just consistency, period. Even if it's not the greatest of all time. Think about Saban. You're turning kids over. Every year. Yeah, two, every year, two years, new quarterback, new um, Saban also to win a national championship, two teams in the same conference, and in the same division in the same conference. That's wild. That's baller, man. I mean, Michigan State, I can remember being at Michigan State way back. And he a quick blip, a quick failure in the NFL. And when he went to Alabama, he lost. They lost that first year. I think Alabama went six and six, and he lost to uh, Louisiana Lafayette, yep, I think. Yep. So I think it's Saban in my mind because he did not, he wasn't given the consistency that an NFL team would be. But they're both the greatest. Belichick's the greatest NFL coach. Saban's the greatest college coach. And if you go down to Tuscaloosa and you go to the game, you'll see all the Saban statues. He gets one every time he wins a national championship. <laughs> you know, there are all these statues of Bear Bryant. There's That's statues crazy. of Gene Stallings. There's statues. And there's little Sabins everywhere. Little Sabins. <laughs> and cream bites. What is it? Cream bites? Yeah, and Coke. And they were like, we don't want Dabo. Yeah. <laughs> you see all the kids up uh, yelling uh-uh. they didn't want Dabo? All the uh-uh. Alabama fans? Yeah, I don't think anybody. I, don't, no, I, I didn't expect that. That would be terrible. Well, he's a... F- <laughs> Uh, two years ago, that yeah. he'd be taking the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did go there. Yeah. And he, I mean, he's a huge Bama guy. Yeah. Uh, okay, next question. All right. With Eberflus coming back for the Bears, do you think that means Justin Fields will also be back? No. I don't think they're a package deal. I don't think Eberflus drafted Fields to begin with anyway. Because Fields has been there longer. So, And Eberflus is also a defensive guy, first and foremost. So... I do not think that's the case. I still think the Bears go get Caleb Williams, and they'll probably trade Fields for a, se- a second-round pick to Atlanta or something. Patriots. Would you like him? Yeah, I mean, if we can't get Caleb but Williams. Are, but you are going to get somebody. You, you're going to probably Jaden Daniels. <sighs> yeah. Who, by the way, is like tall, but he had no meat on his bones. Skinny, I know. But you, what, what do you guess, three? Yeah, three. So if we can't get... In my mind, if we can't get Drake May or Caleb Williams, you're then, not going to get either the, one of those. Then teams. I would rather I would rather draft Marvin Harrison Jr. and have maybe a Fields or some type of bridge for a year or two, and then draft maybe a quarterback in the second or third round this year. Somebody who could be, you know, like I don't know how far Penix Penix will make it, but <laughs> I couldn't help myself. <laughs> I, I think they have your boy Penix. Yes, the only guy that says that. Yeah, right? I think they have Penix at the end of the first round right now. So I mean, they could trade down. Get Penix. J.J. McCarthy, I don't know how good he'll be, but. I do not think they're a pack. They have to draft Caleb Williams. Uh, for, and I'm going to say the biggest reason is, I think if everything's even, you have to draft Caleb Williams because his rookie his contract starts anew. Mm-hmm. So you got a new rookie deal here, and you can buy still pay for other players to come on. Where Fields, he's about to flip. He's going to get out of his, his rookie deal and have to get paid for real. Mm-hmm. So that's going to hit the cap hard. All right, next up. Last one here. As the only home underdog this weekend, do you think Vegas is disrespecting the Texans against the Browns? Oh, I mean, the Browns are what minus two? I don't think. I mean, I think that's that's a lot of respect to the Texans. I think the Browns are a better team, so I want to say nah, no disrespect. But the Texans, we feel like they're going to lose. It doesn't matter who's on the team. It could be the Pro Bowlers. <laughs> And we're like, what team are they all dressed up as the Texans? Oh, oh yeah, no chance. Get, <laughs> no chance. They're for sure going to get beat. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> doubt about it. All right, that's Tittle Tattle. Stupidest name ever. It's the Tittle Tattle with Kickoff Cannon. 25 Whistles presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app. Use the code Bobby Sports to get in on the action. Here is your parlay. And I'm really feeling good about this one, boys. Let's go. Whoa. That's right. I'm going Browns minus two at the Texans. That we just talked about. I feel like the Browns are going to roll. I'm going the Chiefs minus four and a half in Kansas City because that game, it. I think they say this every year, but it could be the coldest game on record ever. Uh, they do say <laughs> that every that, year. The Bills game too this week. Yes. Yeah, so I'm still taking the Chiefs minus four and a half. So I'm going Browns minus two. I'm going Chiefs minus four and a half, and I'm going Cowboys money line. Woo! Let's go, Bones! That means you don't really trust them, right? Not to, minus seven. That's okay. not to win by yeah. us. That's, okay. that's too many points. Okay. And here's the deal. In this, at this point, we're just trying to get a win. I mean, it's not... You don't care about the spread. Right? Who cares? Who cares? Win the game. So I like that. Win the game, move on. 
So there you go. Let me know those if you if you type those in, what what I can do there. So I don't know if you want to take the twenty five versus parlay. This is the time to take it, baby. Hey, a little more confident. A little more confident. This is the time to take it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> You can check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code Bobby Sports when you download the app 21 and up in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Just type it all in. Doing now. So probably, if, let's just say I bet 20 bucks. Probably going to make, what, 70 Give me one more. 20 bucks. I'm just guessing. 94. Dang. That's better. Sm- well, no. I mean, that's, yeah, that's better. That's your, uh, that's with your money back. So, yeah. yeah. You're okay. on. Which, who would you want to beat your dad? Excuse me? If you what? could pick. Saban, Belichick, or Pete Carroll. Oh, that's now, easy. Now, don't answer because Pete Carroll's the nicest so far. That's really, easy. It gets to be your dad. Which one of those guys... It is your dad if you get to pick. Eddie? Pete Carroll, dude. He, I mean, yes, he's he looks nice. I don't know Pete Carroll. He seems nice. But, like, he looks like just a fun dude to hang out with. Like, the way he chews his gum, he's always laughing. When they celebrate, like, when they score a touchdown, he celebrates. He goes, yeah, give me a high five. Let's go. Chest bump. The other two, like, hey, dad, um, is, can I go to the dance, you know, like this on Friday? What are you talking about? What dance? Uh, yeah, my friends at the prom, why are you asking me? Get on my face. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want that relationship with my dad. You I mean want a father-like presence? Uh, well, no, but like, he doesn't, they don't seem fun. You like, want a friend? Well, yeah, I think everybody wants kind of a friend out of their dad. I didn't ask who wants to have a, who you want a beer with. I want to have a beer with my dad. I want to be Nick Saban's kid. You'd why? Because you're freaking royalty. Yeah. Like Pete Carroll, people like him. And Bill Belichick... But, you know, in that part of the country, people like him-ish. So you're saying, like, how you Saban will be is treated. A, Saban is a god. I don't understand. What? Like, you want to know how you can be treated? I'd rather, I'd rather, be, I'd rather be Saban's son if I had to pick. And also, he's kind of funny. I think Sa- Belichick's probably pretty funny, too. Yeah. What? Where did you get that from? What have you seen that screams, oh, there's well, some Well, they don't do here. it in press conferences. Yeah. Well, anything. Like the, the video that I love is when Randy Moss invited him to the, the <laughs> Halloween <laughs> party. <laughs> him and his wife show up and he's like a pirate. Yeah. You seen that, Bones? No. Oh, dude, that video is so great. Yeah. Randy Moss invites Belichick to his Halloween party. He's like, hey, coach, we're having a Halloween okay. party. Like, it'd be great if you came. He's like, oh, I like Halloween. Okay. And he shows up and all the players are laughing because he's on a roller skating rink. He's roller skating as a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> but were other people dressed up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, it so it was just weird that it, that it was him dressed up. It's just funny yeah. that coach But he, he looked so happy, too, didn't he? He did seem happy, but he didn't seem funny or anything. But every every player always says, like, the one thing people don't understand about him is he's got a funny personality that you just don't see 
in the media. I feel like I see Nick Saban be funny at press conferences yeah. without being friendly. Like a dry humor? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I think Nick's, I, Nick, I would want him to be my dad. You? Oh, Belichick all day, because I, I can meet Tom Brady, too. What? Did they even get along? Probably not. <laughs> well, then you'll never <laughs> but, see him. <laughs> but I could still use that <laughs> connection. at the same time, the play, same place sometimes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Is this is this deeper? Like this whole game? No, I was just wondering like which one would I want to be my dad. Then I was like, I wish I just had a dad. And then I <laughs> Then I was like, I'll take anybody for a dad. Oh my god. Eddie's a dad. I am a dad. Yeah, I hear you, but that's kind of where it came from. Do you have a chicken you have to give away? I do. Or I do. do. They've been waiting in the lobby. You just go do it. Let me just give him the chicken. Yeah. You'll wait for me? Just come back. All right. <laughs> You're, You're taking over. Yeah. I'm not, I'm selling it. This is my business. Is man. it a listener? Yeah. And are they already prepared? What do you mean? With the money? Like the chicken's already in their bags or whatever? The chicken's in my bag and I just got to give it <laughs> to them. Do you just hand them the chicken? Yeah. And then I like say hi, give them a hug, take a picture, okay. and do the whole thing. Go do that. We'll be waiting. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're good. not going to say anything until you get back. Just I'll come, be right back. Just boys. come back. Yeah. So for those that don't know, and most of you might, Eddie started a chicken business where he makes Eddie's hot chicken or what's he call it? Mike? Smoking hot chicken. Eddie's smoking hot chicken. And so then he would like sell them on the internet and people would buy them, but then he just got tired and lazy and didn't make them anymore. And now all of a sudden we made fun of him and he made three smoking hot chickens. And I guess a listener just DM'd him and they came up here and got him. Yeah. They've been waiting for 15 minutes. Good thing I remembered that he had a noon. Why didn't he say anything? That's bad business. Yeah, Exactly. I kept looking at him like DMing and he was just like, hold on, we're, we're almost done. He just kept DMing. Oh, he was DMing the person. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was yeah. wondering what he, he looked like he had something else on his mind. I didn't know that's what it was. His three hot chickens. Have you had one? Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. They are good. Yeah. But I'm, but he made a big deal about having this business and how he was going to just dominate the world and then he just quit because <laughs> <'cause> it, <laughs> like three when weeks. people started ordering them, he was like, I can't keep up. Yeah. So that's what's up. Reed, did you have any jobs as a kid? Uh, yeah. So I basically, I worked at, um, I worked at a church for a while. Doing what? I actually, uh, was a sound engineer for, um, for like the, the audio stuff. When you're like 16? Uh, no, no. As a kid, no, I guess I'm saying college and okay. college. As a kid, I worked at the, uh, at the golf course. Doing what? I was a cart guy. Oh, cart boy. oh I hated the cart guys. Yep. And I had to do maintenance. So the cart kids were always like they were better than us yep and i <laughs> what like, do you yeah. mean cart like what cart because you're not obviously you're not the girl like handing out drinks or anything no so. that's it no that's different yeah he Reed would probably he would be one of like would you clean the carts yeah i clean the carts oh. and the worst part was i had to um like pick up the uh the range balls but at that course the range you hit them into a pond and so they would float out there, and you'd have to wait for them to float to the edges, and you'd have to go out there and Oof. scoop them up. You hit them into a pond at, at that range? That's <clears> mm -hmm. interesting. What, yeah. what was the golf course? It was a hurricane, hurricane Lake. Does it still exist? Yeah. Yeah, and so the, the, like, the pro shop guy would always get super pissed at me, and he'd call me, be like, we need more balls! And I'm like, they're in the middle of the pond! I can't go get them! I gotta wait! Did you ever scoop ahead? Go down? No, no. So you worked there as a, cough, a, a cart boy, mm -hmm. and then after that, did you just do that until college? Yeah, yeah, I just did that until college, because I played on the golf team at the same time, so I just worked there. And then in college, you worked at the church? Yep, I worked at the church uh, and did audio for the band, for the live band, and then I worked at a trampoline park. I was going to say, because the church is like two days, max. yeah. And I don't know if it's even two days, but Wednesdays and Sundays, unless you're going to rehearse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we rehearse on Tuesdays, Wednesday nights, and then Sundays. And then other than that, I was at a trampoline park with kids. And what'd you do there? So there I was basically, we just rotated. Uh, basically, we're just watching out for kids to do, you know, right and not do anything stupid. But the worst part was in the uh, dodgeball section because those kids lie like crazy and you will just you'll blow the whistle and tell them to get out and they're like i didn't get hit and i'm like i literally saw oh, they ball. lie about the game they're playing yeah yeah and dodge like they think they were still in yeah it's ridiculous no need to be that upset i know man but something like it still gets to them a little and bit. then what'd you do after the dodgeball after trampoline park uh after trampoline park i worked at a place called city youth ministries it's like an after school program for kids and i was the bus driver you drove a bus. It like, wasn't a bus. Like a van? It was like a. It was a big van, but it had. But it had the swing outdoors. You drove the van to where? Drove them home. I drove them home. Yeah. 
And then, then what did you do? That's it. That's all I did until moving the, here. Then you moved here? Yeah. And then what did you do when you got here? Uh, then I did freelance photo video work and a lot of weddings, really, to pay the bills. How do you get into that? Um, dude, honestly, Facebook was the biggest thing for weddings and stuff like that. There's Facebook groups, and I would just start messaging people that would post that they are having a wedding. and be like, hey, I shoot video. Like, here's some of my work if you need somebody. And I obviously did it for way cheaper than yeah. what anyone else did. Um, but I met a producer before moving to Nashville, um, actually was a big fan of his cause he, he did like all of James Bay stuff and Kings of Leon and stuff like that. And at the time I didn't know if I wanted to do audio engineering or what. And so I DM'd him and was like, Hey, do you take any interns or anything like that? I would love to meet you. And he was like, uh, send me some of your, some of your work or whatever. Cause he was starting a YouTube channel. So I sent him some of my video stuff instead. And he was like, I'm going to Muscle Shoals, Alabama in three days to work with the, uh, this artist. Can you come to Alabama and film like a, a video for it? And I was like, yes. So who was the artist? Um, it was a, uh, it was an artist called, uh, Smith and Burroughs. They're two British guys. Yeah. So they, it didn't turn out any good story. No, no, no. All right. All right. Well, thanks, Reed. Yeah, killing some time. All right. Welcome back, Eddie. We were talking about Reed's... <laughs> what were you guys talking about? Reed's career. He started working at... He worked at a trampoline park and worked, did uh, audio for church and then drove a ministries bus. Hold on. He worked at a trampoline park? Uh-huh. And then he, then he got a little mad. Even with us, he was like, yeah, those, those kids would lie. They'd get hit with the ball and be like, I didn't get hit. Yeah, he was looking at Bobby like he's one of those kids. Oh. Yeah. Was that you? No. Because I never got out. No, I didn't get out. What happened? How'd the chicken sale go? It was great, man. It was great. Good people. Cowboys fans. Reed said he saw you tell him, like, I'm almost out. I'm almost out there. I just texted and said, you know, like, uh, give me a Why minute. Why didn't you just say you need to go? Because we're in the middle of something. Okay, but stuff. I could have got on there a half hour and never said anything. <laughs> I just happened to remember that you said that. Very, it, was, it was nice. Okay. It was nice. More in a second. All right, let's do this. Here's a little something from DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the... This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. The NFL Playoffs is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet Five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code BOBBYSPORTS. New customers can bet just five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook. With the code BOBBYSPORTS, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help's available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Okay, how many chickens did you sell, Eddie? Uh, I have three to sell, but only one pickup so far. Are the other two... They're, they're coming. They're accounted for? Yeah, yeah, they're coming. One of them has uh, has to get out of work, so they, she said maybe one o'clock, closer to one. Okay. It's doing business, baby. 
It's how we do it. <laughs> Although, dude, I did. <laughs> you take like a two month break. I t- I did four chickens last night. Only sold. I'm only selling three. I did four. Thank God, because the, the one of them was a burnt toast. It was terrible. So I mean, that that kind of messes with business. What am I gonna do? Sell the burnt one? Couldn't do it. What are you gonna do with it? Eat it? I ate it it's last good. night. It's really good. Still good. Yeah. It's really good. And I would thought I would think my my family's burnt out from smoked chicken. But when they saw the chickens come out, they asked, it's like, is that for dinner? I'm like, no, guys, for business. But then it's like, ah, you know what? We got an extra one. So we all ate smoked chicken last night. You going to do smoked chicken on the Cowboys game? I wasn't planning on it. I don't really don't cook on, cow- on game day. What's it's- your day? Okay, so the Cowboys play Sunday? Yeah. Okay, let's, let's talk about it. What's your day going to consist of? Starts with church, early morning church. But I'm already... Do you pray the Cowboys win? Sure. I don't know if I should say that, but yeah, I do. Do you pray for a Cowboys win? Absolutely. How does that go? Dear God, I know you're in control. I know you're, you already know the destiny of this playoffs and what's going to happen, but I just pray that the Cowboys play their best. And That's okay. Play their best. Play their best, and I'm really hoping for that win. So if that's in the cards, Lord, please, let's so make that happen. You're just kind of nudging. You're not just saying, please give me a win. Lord. The God knows what he's going to do already. Okay. So he's probably laughing when he hears the prayer, but he's oh, like, think, but, yeah. but he's he appre- like classic Eddie. Cla- <laughs> classic Eddie, but he appreciates Here it. Here he is again. <laughs> So we go to church, right? We and I'm already decked out. I got all my gear and everything. At and the, church, yeah, yeah. And the ushers already know me. Like there he is, Cowboys guy. Yeah, Cowboys get that win. So we do all that, and it's funny because at church everyone's wearing their stuff. Got Chiefs guys over there. You got Eagles guys over there. So I like that part of it. Now we go home, dude. And you just I got like work to do really quick. I do about thirty minutes, forty five minutes of work. Get that out of the way. We order a pizza. And we start watching the noon games. What time Cowboys play this week? They play five, six, three thirty, ain't it? Second game or first game on Saturday? Second on Sunday. Oh, it's Sunday. It's I, on all Sunday. My, all my days are all dicky. Cause you go to church on Saturday? I go to church every day. <laughs> <laughs> You're so dumb. But there's also a game on Monday. Yes, that's the Eagles game, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, final thoughts, Eddie, before you go into your game. Here. <sighs> Dear Lord. No, not pray. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> this is it. Oh man. Oh man. I can't, I started the week thinking I'm stress free about this. It's the Packers. Like, let's go. Like, this is the, what probably a matchup that I was dreaming for. They're a for. seven point favorite. Cowboys are. Yeah. I know, but I'm not thinking about that. I'm not thinking about that. I like that Vegas is putting them there. You know, because that somehow tells me that it's probably going to happen. But as the week has gone by, I'm stressing more and more. So I'm stressed out, but you know what? Let's go. Let's go. I'm feeling it. I think all the Cowboys fans are feeling it right now. This is the team that we've been waiting for. So I'm excited, dude. I'm so pumped. Reed, what game are you looking forward to? Uh, my 2K games I need to play. You need to play them. You're yeah. not looking forward to that. Eddie yeah. still can't get in the league. Still can't get on PS5. See, see, he's just not doing something. No, no, he's not no, trying. No, no, no. He's like Papa trying to fix the microwave. No, no, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, I've been logged on for five years. Reed can get you, I bet you Reed can fix it for you. Hear me out. I've been logged on for five years, five years. And now that I got hacked, they kicked me out and I had to log back in and my account was locked. They sent me a message and said, you are now not locked out. Like you can access your account. Great. So I log in and there's a two, what's it called? Two-part factor oh. identi- yeah. authentication. Yeah, Where's that going? What phone number or email did you set it up with? Probably one that I had five years ago. Okay. Dude, I'm telling you, just have Reed fix it and give him your information. <sighs> okay. Because they, this happens a lot where people get hacked. Do you think they just go, ah, they're dead to us? No, but every time I go to customer service, they're like, oh, we're experiencing a lot of traffic today. Try back tomorrow. I bet he can do it. I bet Reed can help you. All right. Then send you me, get send back me your info. Lead. I will. Yeah. Uh, so Reed's... But the thing about Reed is he's not really a huge sports guy. He never was. He's just as good at this stuff. That's why we like talking with him. <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite player, Reed? Favorite football player? Um, let's see. Growing up, I really loved Adrian Peterson. Um, I was a Vikings fan growing up for some weird reason. I yeah. think it's because I played like peewee football and we were the Vikings. So that's probably the exact reason, though. Yep. Yeah. 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 So I really liked Adrian Peterson. But since then, man. If you got to hang out with one current player right now, who would it be? Oh, let's see. Does it have to be football? Yeah, that's what we're talking <laughs> that's what about. We're talking about. Okay, all right, man. What's Just the... checking. Um, <laughs> hmm. Dang, you. <laughs> this is tough. What are you talking about? That's easy. I know. I'm saying for him. Oh, yeah, for me, man. Oh man. Hmm. Do you even know any? Yeah, man. <laughs> Do you want us to list <laughs> <Yeah>. you some? <laughs> I'm going to go Joe Burrow. 
Okay. Just because he he just looks like he just he just walks around. I feel I would feel real cool walking around with Trump. Okay. <laughs> Joe, Joe Cool. There you go. Eddie, who would yours be? Uh, Travis Kelsey. Oh, because really? you just want to be near Taylor? 100%. I mean, I was going to say that. But I was 100%. Like, oh, my God. We can double date, do all that stuff. It'd be great. Kevin? Justin Jefferson. I think it'd be a lot of fun to hang out with that guy. I bet it'd be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> crazy night. Why? He just seems like a crazy dude. Like, come on, get in the car. Let's go. Mm. Go to the club. <laughs> a crazy night. Grittying everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can you imagine gritting dude in the club? <laughs> How awesome would that be? <laughs> Who's would your be? Prime Mahomes. Oh. Really? Hey, Bobby, hey, Bobby, 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 Miami and Kansas City game. That's gonna be huge. And negative temperatures is gonna be hilarious. The coldest game in history. I heard. I heard. Yeah. yeah. Until next week, <sighs> in another northeast lo- or Midwest location. <laughs> I think for me, because I'm not a diehard Cowboys fan, and I have more money on Baltimore, so it's not a money. It's to see if the Cowboys can win a couple games in the playoffs. Yeah. Because they don't. They haven't. Oh, and people are talking about, oh, the, well, you know, they, they don't win against the Packers in, in the playoffs. That was Aaron Rodgers. It's a different ballgame. I think that that game <laughs> it's a, it's a different inter- team. interests me the most because the Cowboys just don't play well in the playoffs. Uh, hey, let me tell you something. Here we go. <laughs> What's that? That's uh, what Dak says. Here we go. Did you know that? Uh, no. I mean, I now that he that. says that, but like. And that's our motto going rooting, to the playoffs. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for you. Well, but but you say you're rooting for me, but, but then but then guy. you're like, I'm not a, exactly. You're probably rooting more for Baker than you are for the Cowboys. I'm I'm just interested in that game. Do you think Baker can take care of business? What does that mean? Win the game? Yeah, or, yeah. Or like satisfy his woman? I don't. Know. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm talking about the games. I think the Cowboys will win the game, but I'm a big Baker guy. <laughs> You think Baker could take take care of business? Yeah, but I don't think he will. I don't think they have enough weapons. Mm. No, I, yeah. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> you're gonna retired. fall. He's Dude, you falling asleep? I'm again? exhausted. <laughs> don't fall asleep. Hey, Mike. How long? How long was the episode? We are at 52 minutes. Perfect. With a couple commercials. Yeah. I feel like it's pretty good. I sold a chicken. And he's, during the show, <laughs> winning yeah. at life. Reed right told now. us about working. <laughs> As a cart boy, working as a ministry, <laughs> engineering for the church band, working at the trampoline place. <laughs> what a life. DMing an engineer that says, come to Muscle Shoals. Went and did a shot some uh, European dudes. Yep, that's it, man. And freelancing. Wedding video. You got in a wedding Facebook group. Hey, you know he's trying to be an artist, too? He's always tried. <laughs> <laughs> he left that part out. Hey, who's who's not? He's got some songs. I've heard them. They're pretty good. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Who's not trying another to be an time, artist man. around here? Yeah. Another time. Another time. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. We will. Eddie, good luck, really. Thank you, man. This thank weekend you. means more to you and Mike than anybody else here. We're all going to enjoy. We're all going to love the playoffs, but it means more to you, too. And so we root for you. Mike, here we go. Mike, here we go. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Blow whistle. We're out. Oh, yeah. Hold on. All right. Okay. All right. See you guys next week. Bye, buddy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, sleep tight stories. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.